The following podcast contains dramatizations of actual events. Certain situations, dialogue, names, and locations may have been changed. Some scenes are graphic in nature. Listener discretion is advised. I thought I was wild, but she took that up a notch. I need the key. I gotta go to the bathroom. I hid it in my treasure chest. Oh, I don't feel so good. (laughs) Doc, it burns when I pee, and when I don't, it itches. Frank, how many partners have you had recently? Five or six in the past week. Do you want to just go home and call it a night? (laughs) Yeah, right. So as the night progressed and we were going to get romantic. The headlights hit Tony square in the face. Get down! What? Go! High school? Yeah, here I come. You like to score big, do you, Jason? <laughs> I'm Whoa! Damn, I almost got killed. What attracted me to Jason was his confidence. Wait a minute, let me, let me get to the kingdom. I'm about to get to the kingdom. He seemed genuine, she right? She recognized real when she saw it. It's true. I'm Jason. I'm Michelle. Because I'm about to show you a real damsel in distress. I met this awesome girl who was visiting from Canada, and we just went crazy. I thought I was wild, but she took that up a notch. I played a video game. Yes. I have the number three top score of all time. (laughs) How could you not? all time. I started feeling a little neglected at first. I was like, yeah, I'll let him do his thing. But then, you know, I'm, I'm a woman, right? And I yes. like to be noticed and paid attention to. And why is this game so much more important? In order to distract him from his video game, my idea was to bring the video game to life. Because that's, what, the ultimate fantasy? Very much so. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, well, there's a princess in the game. Guess what? I have this princess costume from one of my competitions. For fitness competitions, everything has to be tiny, tiny, so you can see the body. Sir Jason, how about you rescue a real-life princess? Come on, babe. I can't see. The, the dragon's about to kill. He, he could definitely see the my body. body. Oh, good night. Mm-hmm. Want to play make-believe? I'm like, oh... M G. Yes. Right? <laughs> what, what you mean like like a like a play or something? Mm-hmm. More like a foreplay. I'll be the princess being held captive by the big mean dragon. Uh-huh. And you be my big strong knight. Okay. Cool. Rescue me. But I felt out of place though, because I didn't have a costume. But okay, I don't I don't think I'll dress for this though. You got your princess off, you know. There's that costume shop right downtown. Oh yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Be right back. Hurry, you okay. don't want to keep a princess waiting. Be back, baby. That's where the fun really starts. I decided to get some wine going, right? Mm-hmm. I was hoping that he was going to come back with the night costume. That was my idea, and I like when my ideas <laughs> happen. Jason, are you out of your mind? I got the dragon costume because that was my favorite character from the game. So I don't want to be a knight. Everybody can be a knight. I like to push the envelope. The tail was impressive. Thank you. Yes. 
I had to use something to slay all the people that were, you know, coming to take my princess. Can't have that. For us to fulfill yes. our role play. What are you getting? Hey, yeah, we had to make a couple of adjustments. That's right, that's, adjustments. That's a good word, adjustment. Cut around it. Just enough for... <laughs> Just enough. <laughs> that dragon was. It's all about it. She fell in love with the dragon. It happens. Couldn't help it. What if, if I was supposed to be capturing you? Oh, don't worry. I'm all yours, you naughty dragon. Okay, okay. Neighbors were used to us. That's cool. Yeah, they were. <laughs> Welcome to my lair. Ravish me, dragon. <sighs> we got very down and dirty with the costumes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my dragon tail arises for you. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, girl. The princess tamed the dragon, and there was peace in the valley. <laughs> the next day, I'm a little hungover, I'll admit. Wake up. What? I need the key. I got to go to the bathroom. Oh, I don't feel so good. Mm, too many flagons of grog, my lady. I'm all confused, and it takes me a minute to register that he's still a dragon. Well, that's right, you're that dragon guy. <laughs> Princess Michelle commands you to go back to sleep. Oh, for real though, baby. I gotta go to the bathroom. So he asked me where I hid the key, and I said I hid it in my treasure chest. <laughs> treasure chest. That's where I keep the treasure. Wait, you put the key in your... Don't worry, I'll get it out. Not like it could have gone anywhere, right? Okay. Did you find it? I can't seem to find it. But what do you mean you can't find it? There's nothing else in the treasure chest but the key, so take it out. Let me use the bathroom. Oh, my God. You think it might have fell out? That's when I really started to feel uncomfortable. I mean, we did do a lot of moving around last night, babe. There was sharp pain. Uh, there was cramping. Right. Something's wrong. I, I'm in a lot of pain. I think the key might still be in there. I'm definitely getting super nervous now. I was not into going to the hospital. Or anywhere public. Jason, I think I have to go to the ER. I'm like, are you sure? I mean, you know, can we just try a little bit more? And then she hits me with the... Right now. I still have a cutout in a certain <laughs> place. You think it's about to be a little weird? Before I can go anywhere in public, that's got to be taken care of. Jason, ER, now. Okay, okay, let's, let's get you out. Come on, babe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got you. Come on, babe. And we ended up finding an apron, and then we put that over the hole. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Okay, Miss Sawyer. Taxi! Hey, ta hey, 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 hey! Taxi! Once we got to the ER, I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. We're handcuffed, and we're in costume. And we look exactly ridiculous. Oh, um, it felt like everyone's head was on a swivel and came straight and looking at us. Everyone except for the lady that checked us in. She acted like she saw it every day. When we were having fun the night before, okay. it never crossed my mind that we'd have to go to the hospital the next day. You need to calm down. You're making it hurt more. Okay, now, what seems to be the problem? <sighs> Thank you. So, I understand you're experiencing cramping. Mm-hmm. Did you just get out of a costume party? No, no doubt. Some party. We were sort of role-playing. Now I can't find the key to the handcuffs and I'm in terrible pain. So at that point, I was pretty embarrassed. Were you having sex when you started having these cramps? <laughs> no. Have you had this kind of pain before? It didn't hurt until I woke up this morning. Okay. 
Let's have a look at you. Go ahead and lie down for me, please. He starts feeling my stomach area, and he's like, okay, does this hurt? I'm like, yeah, everything hurts. Right here? Mm-hmm. Here? Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, so I'm going to have to take a look. Looks like I have to do a pelvic exam. Sir, would you mind stepping out of the room for this part of the exam? Right. I'll be here with you. Right away, I'm like, okay, so he's going to find it, and everything's going to be cool, and I'm going to be all right. We're going to get out of here and, and go on with our lives, right? I watched that exam more closely than I've ever watched anything in my life. <laughs> more so, I watched the doctor. <laughs> I was, I mean, you see Michelle, she's beautiful. And for him to be down there with tools making an omelet, I'm like, you better not scratch nothing. So I watched it pretty close. Well, I wasn't able to find the source of your discomfort from the pelvic exam. What? Huh? Doctor, I'm scared. That snapped me. I'm like, okay, this is what's, this is the situation. This is why we're here. Let me tell you where the key is. You inserted the key into the treasure chest. Okay, now I've really seen it all. I've seen a lot of people put a lot of different things in their vaginas, but never the keys to handcuffs. I'd obviously never recommend anyone do anything like this, even if your judgment's impaired in a moment of passion. I really wish you guys would have told me this from the start. Depending on where the key is, this could be quite serious. We're talking about a jagged metal object in an extremely sensitive place. On top of that, if there's any tearing, you may need surgical repair. Any object left in the vagina has the potential to cause inflammation and infection. We're gonna have to do some additional testing. What kind of test? He's like, we're gonna have to just check it out and find it with the ultrasound. The internal ultrasound gives a very clear picture. That key is inside. We should definitely be able to spot it. You think I can go to the bathroom before we get started? Inappropriate question. I'm gonna pop in the probe now, okay? Spun around a little bit. Okay. Hanging in there. Boom, there it is. Shazam. There is the key comfortably next to the cervix. Ah. Dang it. What? It's good we found the key, but there's a slight complication. You have an IUD birth control device with a nylon string that's used for its removal. The key has gotten itself tangled in the string. I didn't think that it was that big a deal, but he was like, you know, this might be more difficult than I thought. So now you just untangle it, right? Yeah, right. I wish it were that simple, but we don't want to dislodge your IUD or cause any damage. He was being scary. <laughs> what do you mean damage? An IUD is a contraceptive device that's implanted in the uterus. There are two strings that are attached to the IUD that help us to remove it. The fact that this key got entangled in these strings is so random and so unbelievable, I can't believe it actually happened. I'm gonna attempt to remove the key here in the ER, but getting it out without removing the IUD or causing any tearing can be complicated. If I can't do this safely, you may need surgery. Wait, surgery? We had the forceps and the scissors and everything inside me. I held my breath. All I wanted was for everything to be over and done with. I wonder how that got in there. The sharp pain immediately ended, right? Because there was nothing poking in me anymore. The he found the treasure. Key, he sure he did. He got the treasure key That's that right, night. He did. Congratulations, you've made a key baby. <laughs> it was tangled up in there, but I managed to get it out while keeping the IUD intact. It's pretty amazing that the doctor was able to remove the key without removing the whole IUD. He must have been pretty proud of himself. Thank you so much, Thanks, doctor. Doc. Lesson learned, you're not supposed to have keys in there. 
And how are you feeling? Much better. And so relieved I don't have to have surgery. <laughs> Good. This should go without saying, but you'd be amazed at how often I have to give this advice. If you're thinking about putting anything in your vagina that doesn't belong there, don't do it. Please, we don't need the work. So since there isn't any damage or infection, I'm gonna let you go home and get some rest. The dragon is free. Ah, the princess is free. <laughs> in the future, don't let your fantasy sex life lead you to put things where they don't belong. Okay, now that's over. Can we, uh, can we please, can we please do this? I found the first bathroom I could find. It's down the hall to your... And guess what? Somebody was in it. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to wait. It's a freak accident that I think brought us closer. I think that's why I we're mean, still friends today. To this day, you have to be friends with somebody who yeah. knows this about you. Yeah, absolutely. You can't just let them be all willy-nilly out there. You gotta... Keep them close, keep them close. This is my buddy forever. <laughs> forever. It's the bond. <laughs>
And so I, I did examine his genital area. Once I saw it, I shared with him my concern that, that this may be herpes or some other sexually transmitted disease. Frank, I'm a little concerned about this rash. So as part of the, the STD panel, uh, we can get several tests. We can do a, a chlamydia, a gonorrhea. Uh, we could do a syphilis if we felt that that was indicated, and a herpes test. And we can also do a rapid HIV test. What have you done to try to help? I mean, sometimes I'm just like itching it, and when I do that, though, it just gets worse. Like, I just need, can you, like, do something? It's really itchy. Because he seemed very distraught over this and probably wanted an answer right away, I felt it was important to order the, the most rapid way of assessing whether or not he had a sexually transmitted disease, and I would regroup with him after the, the tests came back. Dr. Myers, I could use your help. Yeah, what's up? There's a patient asking for an STD test. She doesn't have any symptoms, so I told her to see her physician, but she refuses to leave. Bay 3. Hi, I'm Dr. Myers. H how can I help you? So I found a very well-dressed, very attractive uh, older woman. I need an STD test, please. The nurse said you don't have any symptoms. What makes you think you might have an STD? Oh, I don't know. Frankie asked me to get tested and whatever Frankie wants. Frankie? Mm -hmm. I'm going to need somebody to give me a little dose of truth here. How do you know Frank? Sorry to interrupt, doctor, but I think you should see this. Okay. Excuse me. Why aren't you answering, Frankie? I can see you're reading my messages. I walked into the room of, of another woman. Hi, I'm Dr. Myers and was again surprised to see a very well-dressed, attractive older woman. I understand you're here for an STD test. Are you having any symptoms? No, but Frankie told me to come, so here I am. Doctor, I can't afford to test positive. I mean, what am I gonna tell my husband? He's grumpy enough as it is. Your husband? Mm-hmm. So now after seeing this second woman who came in wanting an STD test, I started putting the pieces together. Hey, are those results back yet? And I thought he's already started to call some of the women that he's been with over the last week to come in and get tested. Great, thanks. At that point, the tests are ready. I have to go talk to Frank now. I've got some interesting news. And there's Frank surrounded by women. It's almost like a cat fight in there. Frank, unless these ladies are relatives, I'm going to have to ask them to leave. We're not going anywhere. We want to know what's going on. I need to discuss your results with you, and this is something I usually do with patients in private. We're not going anywhere. Doc, these ladies are really close to me. Please let them stay. Okay. Let's hear what the doctor has to say, all right? Well, well, Frank, the results are, the results are a mystery. Everything came up negative. The HIV was negative, the chlamydia was negative, the gonorrhea was negative, and interestingly, the herpes test was negative. It looks like you probably don't have an STD. When they got the good news that they didn't need to worry about an STD, the women all stayed with this guy. It was bizarre. But there's definitely something going on. I was really confused. Uh, assuming that it's not a sexually transmitted disease, there's gotta be something else going on here, and I needed to, to figure it out. And if I'm gonna figure it out, I need you to give me some answers. Frank, clearly there's something going on. Seeing as we're one big happy family here, why don't you introduce me? Doc, 
These ladies are my clients. Clients? He says, Doc, I'm a, I'm a gigolo. That's how I have so many sexual contacts every week and every month. That's why I need to know. We need to know. So this is the first time, knowingly, I've ever taken care of a male escort or a gigolo. I never quite saw anything like that before. These women all thought they were paying for his undivided attention, but nobody seemed to hold it against him. Instead, they were arguing amongst themselves. Okay, let's go back. Assuming it's not an STD, then we have to figure out what else could be causing the symptoms. So I started thinking, well, you know, what else could he have? What else could cause a, a rash and, and a little blistering and the burning when he urinates? And we had done a urine test uh, for urinary tract infection. I thought, well, could it be what's uh, like a contact dermatitis? So let's think. Any new soaps, lotions, lubricants, a new brand of condom? Well, not lotions, but... <laughs> I got something special for you, baby. This is gonna be so sexy. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow, this is so sexy. <laughs> I didn't think the massage oil was the answer because the rash was so localized. These came for you. Then my nurse looked at the flowers that Frank had just received and must have gotten an idea. I'm sorry, doctor, but I couldn't help overhearing well, maybe it's the right idea, but the wrong oil. Maybe it was some kind of plant that was causing his symptoms. I think I know where you're going with this. Frank, have you come into contact with any plants or done any gardening? Gardening? And he thinks for a minute and he kind of shakes his head and says, wait a minute, that can't be it. And I said, what? And he thinks for a minute and he kind of shakes his head and says, wait a minute. He says, a couple of days ago, I went camping, and in the middle of the night, I had to get up, and I had to go take a pee. Get out of my way. Get out of here, stupid plant. Ah! So it was very dark out, and I lost my balance, and I grabbed a tree. Hey, what are you doing? And I didn't think anything of it, and I went back, and I washed my hands, and like the next day, I started to have the, the symptoms. Ah! Do you recall if there was a vine on that tree? Now I start thinking, maybe he's got poison ivy. I don't know, I was pretty buzzed. Oh, hey, why, why is it so slippery over here? Poison ivy is usually found on exposed areas of the skin where the plant rubs up against an arm or a hand or a leg. Let's go have some s'mores! Frank, I think we need to take another look. Ladies, can you wait for Frank in the waiting room? I'll be right out. I'll be right out. Yeah, I'll see you guys up there. Thank you. All right, Frank, well, let's, let's have a look. You see? Little red vesicles. Tightly grouped. The oil from the poison ivy plant is what's really irritating and will rapidly cause this rash, which is a red rash with these little vesicles. I think when you grab that tree, you grabbed a handful of poison ivy as well. When you went to go to the bathroom, you transferred the oil from the poison ivy from your hand to your- My, oh! And I think that's what you've got. He looks at me, he's got big bug eyes. He said, Doc, that is the freakiest thing I have ever heard. How long do you think this kind of thing takes to heal? Be a few days to a week. Oh! Most cases of poison ivy are just treated with local care, cold water, cold compresses 
calamine lotion. I need to get back to work, Doc! I understand, but you cannot work. That's so much money! I told Frank that uh, until this rash is completely gone, he cannot participate in any sexual activity with or without condoms, and reiterated uh, always using condoms in the future for any sexual activity, and I think he really understood it after this episode. You're gonna be just fine. Oh, gosh. Just poison ivy on the Peter. I've never seen poison ivy on that part of the body before that or since that, and certainly never on a male escort. My name is Tony. My name is Stephanie, and we've known each other for 25 years. Dinner was so nice. Dinner. We had been dating for a few weeks when uh, this all began. <laughs> Do you even remember what you ate? No. <laughs> I was 21 when this happened, and we were young and a little bit foolish, but very much in love. Do you want to just go home and call it a night? <laughs> yeah, right. Come on. So as the night progressed and we were going to get romantic. Our secret spot, then. See, that's more like it. <laughs> it was tricky because we both lived at home with our parents, so, you know, you have to... That's a good answer. You have to take opportunities <laughs> when they come along. <laughs> so I was using my mother's car, and she had a, a, a small station wagon. We went to a spot where we had been before. <laughs> well, I guess our secret spot isn't so secret after all. It just kind of turned out that there was a lot of extra cars there. We can steam up the windows. <laughs> <laughs> I had a uh, set of headphones. I hung that from the uh, mirror and turned the volume all the way up. <laughs> Smooth. <laughs> you get an A for effort. Thank you. That You're was welcome. nice. So I just thought I was going to have another fantastic night with Tony. And then our world just got turned upside down. Get out of the way! What the? So it was a little uncomfortable for where I knew things were going. So we decided to seek out another location. Let's just go somewhere with less people. There shouldn't have been anybody there, because it was in the middle of the week. Unless they were as horny as we were, I guess. It was pretty easy to come up with another spot that I thought would be private and pretty safe. It really wasn't even a spot. Uh, it it was just... It wasn't a spot. We just it pulled was... off to the side of the road. Ah, this looks good. This will be just fine. Looks really good. <laughs> it was a basically <laughs> deserted road uh, with like one house a mile away. <laughs> I, in my ultimate planning ability, had decided to make it a little more comfortable and threw a sleeping bag in the back of the wagon. Sure is cold. <laughs> well, you're, uh, you're sure heating the place up, so don't worry. <laughs> I was on the bottom. Tony was on the top. <laughs> so when the car started coming from behind us, the headlights hit Tony square in the face. What the hell? I remember telling him to duck his head down. Get down! Stephanie, wake up. <laughs> the guy that hit us 
had gotten out of his car and started to approach. Oh, my God. Are you all right? I didn't see you. Since we had been in the throes of passion and weren't done, um, I really didn't want somebody coming up to the car. Go, go get some help, please. So he left. Then I proceeded to try to wake Stephanie up. Steph, Steph, are you okay? I don't remember anything after that. What happened? Well, your rear ended, okay? Come on, we gotta get you dressed. So I was able to get her dressed. So I woke up before we got dressed? You woke up before we got dressed. um, And you were awake enough to help yourself get dressed. (laughs) Just give me your arms, okay? Okay. I could get a bra off, but I couldn't get one back on. (laughs) Hold still, hold still, hold still. I really didn't know what had happened to her. You know, how bad it was. He said, the ambulance is coming. I said, why is the ambulance coming? And he said, because we've had a car accident. I said, we had a car accident? It was like brand new. Every time I came to, I'm like, when did that happen? Oh, my God. Is she going to be okay? She's not going to be paralyzed, is she? Stephanie, you're going to be okay, babe. I'm right here. Look, you got to, I just can't stand back here and stand. Stephanie, I'm right here, okay? I'll be right at the hospital. My next memory was waking up in the ambulance and the EMTs are slapping a cervical collar on my neck. They're asking me my name. What's your name? I don't remember. It's all right. It's okay. What do you remember? I was very tired. I just want to go to sleep. No. You can't fall asleep with me right now. You could have a serious neck or back injury. (laughs) It's not my fault. I remember bright lights. All right, we got to get you to the yard right now. Let's go. So here I am in the middle of nowhere, just totaled my parents' car. car. My girlfriend's been hauled off in an ambulance, and this has just turned into the worst night of my life. God, my dad's going to kill me. God, what am I going to tell him about the car? Okay. Calm down. So I was transported to the emergency room. What do we have here? Female accident victim, possibly headed neck trauma in and out the entire way here. When a patient comes in from a car accident, when they're stable, we need to find out what their injuries are. Name is Stephanie. Stephanie? Stephanie? One, two, three. Stephanie, stay with me, Stephanie. Stephanie, can you please tell me who else was in the car with you? These are her belongings, okay? So that means getting a lot of CT scans, blood tests, x-rays, and figuring out exactly what happened. Cut them off? Yes. They told me that they were gonna cut my clothes off because they didn't want me to move. They knew that it was very possible I had a a spinal injury of some kind. Stay with me, stay away. Look at this. It's abrasions and cuts underneath her clothes and this. Safety glass. And it kinda came flooding back. (laughs) The scariest part for me was not knowing what happened to Tony. Was he in the ambulance with me? Was he in another ambulance? Was he fine? Was he dead? Tony, I need to know where Tony is, please. Who's Tony? What were you and Tony doing in that car? Nothing. We did nothing. I don't remember. How does glass cut your skin without cutting your clothes? And I said, you know, these accidents, who, who could say? It was, the moment of impact was crazy, and I don't remember it. Conveniently. I was embarrassed having to do that. It seems to me the only way that this could have happened is if you were naked. Naked? Is that possible? Uh, I don't remember it. (laughs) I'm sure my face was just completely red. I've seen cases caused by having sex in the car, but they often won't fess up to this fact. 
It's very important to be honest about positioning in the car because that tells us how much impact you may have taken and impacts our treatment and diagnosis. Excuse me, we're looking for my sister Stephanie. She was in a car accident. We have her here. She's pretty banged up, but she's stable. Hey, um, I'm looking for my girlfriend. She was in a car accident? Let me guess, Stephanie? Yeah, 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 can I see her? Is she? Her sister knew me, but her mother had never met me. Hi, um, my name's Tony. Um, you must be Stephanie's you mom. You were on a date, right? Well, yeah, but, but... What the hell did you do to my sister? Can I see my daughter now? Yes, you may. If anything happens to my sister. He looked at me and he said, Sorry, family only. But I'm the guy. I was really in shock that I wasn't going to be allowed to know what was going on. I wanted to know how she was. I wanted to know that she was okay. I really didn't care about anything else. Stephanie? I'm fine. Let me. Of course, my sister is the one who asked me what happened, but my mom was sitting right there. Steph, what were you doing on the side of the road in the middle of nowhere? I... Having we... sex? Yes. For goodness sake, Stephanie. Hey, we had sex tonight. That was embarrassing. That's kind of something I would have rather left private. God, this is all my fault. This was my car, this was my girlfriend, this was my accident, and I wanted to know what happened, what condition she was in, and if she was gonna be okay. The doctor asked to see you, for some reason. They know. Unfortunately, I have some bad news. Um, Stephanie has a fracture in her neck. My neck? Oh my God. So when they told me that I actually cracked a vertebrae, I, I was nervous. I didn't know exactly what that meant. It's right here at the lower end of your neck. Um, fortunately, it's not broken. It's just a fracture. I will need to immobilize it until it heals and it will heal on its own. You're gonna be fine. The doctor jokingly told me, um, you can now tell people that you have broken your neck. And in my head, I heard, because you were having sex. I am so sorry, this is all my fault. Sex broke my neck. I was relieved that Tony was okay, and even though I did have to spend some time in the hospital, it could have ended a lot worse than it did. A patient with a cervical fracture that doesn't need surgery can look forward to being in an immobilizing collar for at least eight weeks. It also means that looking forward is about all they can do. And absolutely no sex. Well, that was a, that was a great way to meet your mom for the first time. <laughs> I'm sure she loved you. Oh, no, 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 she hated me. <laughs> <laughs> no. Clearly the car is a very popular place to have sex, but not really the best idea. <laughs> when you're in the heat of passion, you may not notice another car is about to hit you. <laughs> Oh. oh, sorry, babe. Yeah, that's gross right there, too. Look, Steph, I am... I am so sorry about this. It's okay. Next time, though, let's just go to a motel. <laughs>